Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Mayor Gertz, thanks for your time this morning. Good morning, Tim. Good morning to all your listeners as well. I hope everybody's safe out there. Yeah, let's start there. Uh, you're, you're, that, that video, and these are videos you're doing about once a week just to update the community on some of the latest developments here. That particular one, as you point out, you're standing there. I think you said the Greenway Trail. Let's talk about that. The Greenway Trail, that that's open. Uh, but the parks, I, I'm going to summarize it this way. If it's a place where I can go to bounce a ball, hit a ball, or swing a racket at a ball, that's closed. That, that's right. Yes, exactly. Yes, if it involves something other than you and your feet or a bike, <laughs> it is closed. Um, well, you know, we understand that that just inherently means that people are getting into relatively close contact with with one another. And uh, I've had questions even about tennis courts. Can you open the tennis courts for a duo play? And uh, you know, a crowd attracts a crowd. Uh, and so, when that tennis court's right next to uh, a basketball hoop, uh, it, it's hard for you know the uh, septuagintarians to be out there playing tennis until the 18-year-olds know they can't shoot hoops. Well, let's talk about those trails for a moment. And I know, and this is reason number 1,389, why Athens is not Atlanta, and, and there's some good reasons in there. But the, we've seen this in Atlanta to the point where the mayor there is raising concerns, uh, the, the Beltline and, and Silver Comet and some of these other places where people are gathering in large numbers and not adhering to social distancing guidelines on the trails themselves. What kind of observations do we have here in Athens about that? Uh, as I noted in the video piece that uh, you can see on our website, I've been out just about every day on the trails, and people are doing a great job just continuing to move, you know, not congregating, you know, not using the trail as an excuse to have a block party, but instead um, hanging with their family, hanging with their roommates, and, uh, and, and trucking down the road. And I encourage everybody to continue to do that. Um, of course, uh, Mayor Bottoms and her team have some challenges we don't have just in terms of total volume and total density. You know, right there when you're on the Beltline, you know, you're adjacent to Ponce de Leon Road and, you know, 10 and 20-story buildings, and we don't have quite that same dynamic. Uh, Don Mayor Kelly Gertz here. Uh, let's talk about the governor's shelter-in-place order. Takes effect, I think I'm right about this, I think it's officially at 6 o'clock this evening. As I look at it, I was reading through it last night, it doesn't look tremendously different from what you folks on the Athens-Clark County Commission did a couple of weeks ago. Any differences or distinctions that jump out at you? Or are we pretty much going to live the same way we've come to live over the last couple of weeks? It, it, it looks largely the same. Um, the governor's order references the uh, Department of Homeland Security uh, essential activities or what, what I think they term critical infrastructure list. And so I'm, I'm taking a look at that right now, too, just to kind of make sure that we true the two up and that we haven't sort of left any disparities uh, to, to the mind, knowing, of course, as we knew with our own local order, that some of this evolves uh, as you consider a case and have to move forward. Um, and, and that's what you do in crisis. You say, all right, you know, in, in a blanket sense, here are the operating principles, here are the needs, here are the end goals, which in this case is public safety and public health. 
um, and we'll work through some of the nuances as we go. Mayor Kelly Gertz with us here. Are you aware of or are you being made aware of any particular problems with uh, enforcement may not even be the right word, but the one that comes to mind with compliance of, of local statutes and ordinances regarding social distancing and sheltering in place? Uh, you know, it's interesting. As I've fielded many, many, many emails and phone calls and, and messages, um, many of them have come from employees, not from customers or clients or, or the broader public. People have said, hey, I'm in a call center or, hey, I'm in an assembly facility, and um, we don't think we've made enough modifications in the workplace. Can you go ahead and send somebody over to give us some guidance? And to the great credit of really the employers of Athens, um, folks have made lots of modifications, you know, whether that means reducing their shifts by half or moving workstations apart uh, or just deciding, hey, you know, we're going to take advantage of some of the provisions of the CARES Act and we're going to go ahead and shutter right now but continue to pay our workforce. Uh, listener asked it this way, and he's worried about the, the now the statewide imposition of shelter in place. He's wondering if it's not going to cause people to run out and grab things off grocery store shelves. Now, my understanding is that against statewide as well as locally, uh, Kroger never closed, Publix never closed, uh, Target never closed. I could still go to those stores the same way I always did. There should be, it seems to me, no reason for a run on the grocery stores. Yeah, that, that's that's absolutely my understanding. And as a community that's had a shelter-in-place order for a little more than two weeks now, um, certainly as I have perused the shelves just to keep my family afloat, um, you know, there have been some items that have been in short supply. And so, uh, you know, one week we may not have eggs, and the next week we may. Uh, Mayor and, Kelly Gertz with uh, us here. I want to circle back to your video, your latest video, something you said about the most recent mayor and commission meeting, and we'll get you to elaborate on it. We had a discussion in our work session this week about our resiliency package, and we anticipate a manager's report about the initial round of that resiliency package to support the community with the dollars that we have available to us. All right, first of all, how many dollars and what might we do with them? Well, the commission decided uh, just over a week ago that we were going to allocate $3 million to support during the crisis and emergency period in the aftermath. And we expect that that's going to be rolled out in phases because as this evolves, you know, we don't know what three months from now holds, but we certainly know that there's going to have to be some direction toward bouncing back when we're on the other end of this. Right now, we know we've got some critical and acute needs. We've got indigent persons. We've got homeless or unsheltered persons. Um, we've got people facing food insecurity. So we really need to address those things for people right now um, so people can just take comfort in a meal. What kind of infrastructure do we have in place for doing that? Well, fortunately, we've got some what we term independent agency relationships with lots of providers, um, places like the Athens Community Council on Aging. And so we anticipate that we can. what we can do is just put those existing programs on steroids to many degrees. Um, you know, comparably, there are other providers in the community like Our Daily Bread who operate out of First Baptist Church. And so we can go from having them serve 100 meals a day to a couple hundred meals a day with some additional dollars and additional supports. Athens Mayor Kelly Gertz with us here another couple of minutes. What are you hearing from our two hospitals? Uh, what I've heard from the hospitals, um, really the kind of beginning of this week, so I have to give the caveat that this is a little bit dated, uh, is that um, they... Uh, they do continue to uh, need PPE, uh, protective gear, um, but that they do have sufficient staff to continue to handle the volume that's come in. 
Um, and, and they're working flexibly like all institutions, and so they're cross-training people. So if somebody's typically involved in orthopedic surgery, that individual could be cross-trained to be more involved in some of the frontline things that we're facing with the COVID virus. I'm looking, as I'm sure you see every day, we get the numbers twice a day from the Georgia Department of Public Health. We get the state numbers, and they break it down county by county. The last numbers that we have, the latest numbers I have uh, from the Department of Public Health, 55 cases in Georgia. It was 54, I think, this time yesterday. The the number of deaths uh, holding steady at seven over the past, I think, actually, the past 48 hours, the number of COVID deaths in Athens. Uh, we will begin by stipulating that, that one of any of those numbers is one more than we would prefer. That said, uh, do you what do you take from these numbers as you look at them? Do you do you try to read into them? Well, maybe they're leveling off or too soon to know. What do you take, if anything, from the numbers as they come in day to day? I, I, I mean, I just have to be honest and say it is too soon to know. I mean, certainly you could look at the trajectory that we've been on over the last two weeks relative to, say, Hall County, and you've seen them leapfrog us. But knowing that there's dramatic under-testing, and that there are a lot of asymptomatic people who are walking around. The, the the number of positives doesn't mean a whole lot, except that you probably have some healthcare providers in your community who are doing some level of testing. So if you look at the 159 counties across the state, you, you can make some general um, general notions about what you see, but you, you really can't, I think, um, say anything until weeks after. Now, the deaths, that's, that's some clarity there. Yeah, that so we, we can we have to continue to tamp that down. Yeah, that's definitive. Mayor Kelly, there's finally less than a minute here. Let you go on this one. You mentioned you're out on the Greenway and you're in the grocery stores and people know the mayor of Athens and uh, people yelling and screaming at you, frustrated, people smiling. What kind of mood? I guess it probably runs the gamut. Uh, it, it does. Uh, I mean, certainly when I'm out on the trails, the people are friendly um, because they're enjoying some time. Uh, there's a little bit of anxiety that you feel when you're in the grocery store as people are just trying to get some eggs and bread and, you know, heaven forbid, toilet paper if it's out there on the shelves. And um, and people are kind of moving along their way pretty quickly. Uh, not, not a lot of lollygagging. Mayor Kelly Gertz, we'll leave it there. And again, uh, watch the county website and go to the chamber website too, the Athens Area Chamber of Commerce. Mayor Gertz and others taking part from time to time in these conference calls, and they're open and accessible to the public. Uh, just, again, another way of getting information out there. Mayor Kelly Gertz, we'll talk again soon. Thanks for your time this morning. Thank you, Tim. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said done.